Hello and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are an online community of Christian women in business and we are aligning our businesses with God. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Neeson, and I wanted to create a platform where women can come to be inspired, to learn from women who have been there and done that, and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. G'day and welcome to this week's podcast, um, Spiritual Warfare and Your Business. What a topic. Holy moly. So the other day, someone that I know asked on her profile page a really great question. And I'm glad she asked it because it's kind of prompted me to do something that I've kind of been avoiding, but nonetheless. So the question that was asked was, what are your thoughts about neuro-linguistic programming, also known as NLP? I'm particularly curious about what my fellow Christians think about it. And so this triggered me to make this podcast a little sooner than what I was planning to. So today I want to share with you a little bit about spiritual warfare, business and keeping your life and heart pure for God. So this whole podcast um, series has been about submitting your business to God, but we can't fully submit, I believe, to God Well, I guess this is just not a subject that can't be missed when we're all about submission and what that means. So it's been on my heart these past couple of months. It's something that's been, that we've personally been working through in CWIB. I want you to know that I have been asked this question a few times now too. Um, Before this question was even raised on Facebook, people have been messaging me about it. I've been having phone calls to people about it. And so it's, it is a big subject, it's a little bit of a heavy subject. And I want you to know one thing about me as a person, and that's I'm not always going to tell you what you want to hear. I don't sugarcoat stuff, and I'm very down to earth, and I'm very real. So everything I do is from the goodness of my heart. And what I'm about to share with you is something very real, very important, and that needs to be addressed. So I'm going to put my big girl pants on and share this message with you today. I've been praying for protection over myself, over the community, um, and over yourself too, and that you to have an open heart and know that this is coming from a non-judgmental place. And, and take what I say to you today to the word and to God and ask him to open your eyes to the truth. So when I first started CWIB, I thought I was quite spiritually mature. But after the year we've had, <laughs> and especially these past couple of months, God has made it very clear to me how immature I am, how he is still feeding me on milk. Um, and I realized how much I don't know And over these past couple of months, I've had to really grow up fast and learn about awkward spiritual stuff that not everyone wants to talk about or face. And I believe that this is something that the churches kind of avoid as well. But it's something that is so very, very, very important for us to know about, for us to recognize and for us to have our eyes open and realize how much it is 
and how much it can affect our businesses and lives um, is the spiritual warfare that's going on. And even though we can't see it with our eyes, as you become more mature, I guess you get to understand and realize how real this stuff is. So the girls in our community know that there has been something going on. Um, And I raised um, in the beginning of March about something that God's brought to light. um, And we called a community fast uh, to tackle it. So from there, I've had another lady contact me as well this week, actually, about the topic, uh, what it means. And we've spent a good amount of time on the phone, chatting through it, going through it. Um, So, you know, I just thought, you know what, this is a really great time to share this podcast and to share this podcast subject because people are asking about it. So first I want to start with the Apostle Paul and what he's talking to us about talking to us about in 1 Corinthians 3. So I'm gonna read the message, what Paul is sharing, and then we're gonna break it down a bit. So I feel this chapter is very fitting to what we're gonna talk about today because Paul is talking to a church that's predominantly full of Gentiles. So they're not the Jews. They've come from having all these different types of backgrounds. And they're believers, just like you and me, who need the grace of God and are battling with kind of worldly things that are going on about. that They're dealing with the worldly stuff that we are. And Paul, in this chapter, is basically giving the church and its leaders a kick up a bum about the realization of this. And that's basically what God has given to me. So uh, 1 Corinthians 3, brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. I give you milk, not solid food, for you are not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly, for since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? For one, for when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not mere human beings? What, after all, is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe. As the Lord has assigned each his task. I, pe- I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God, who makes things grow. The one who plants, the one who waters, have one purpose. They will each be rewarded according to their own labour, for they are co-workers in God's service, and you are God's field, God's building. By the grace God has given me, I had laid foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it, which each one should build with care. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on his foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay or straw, their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it's burned up and the builder will suffer loss, 
yet will be saved even though only as one escaping through the flames. Do you not know yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred, and you together are that temple. Do not deceive yourselves, if any of you think you are wise in the standards of this age. You should become fools, so that you may become wise. For the wisdom of the world is foolishness in God's sight. As it is written, he catches the wise in their their craftiness, and again, the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are fertile, futile. So. so then, no more boasting about human leaders. All things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas, or the world or life or death or the present or the future. All are yours and you are of Christ and Christ of God. So um, I want to go back to 3, 1 to 2. And what does this mean? So, brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but of people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you are not ready for what? Ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. So, what does that that mean? And I actually didn't quite grasp what it meant until now. And um, kind of the circumstances that have happened, I have really, really grasped it. And so I want to share with you a story about kind of what's happened in CWIB and why all this has come to pass and why we kind of held a community fast. Because I've kind of told some of what's happened, but not really all that's happened. And what I share with you is just from my experience. It's what God has showed to me and going to do my best to share it in the most graceful way. So um, when we first started CWIB, um, we kind of put boundaries in place. Um, so we wanted to, and God showed me, and I know he wanted it to be a holy place because I've been part of other business communities and groups that would share stuff and it would really not sit right with me. And I'd be really questioning God about it. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to build a community that was holy, that was God driven, that was Holy Spirit driven, and that comes from that truth. And so to do that, I wanted to put in boundaries because I didn't want everyone to be a part of that because to keep it holy, we can only have goodness in there, if that makes sense. So we put an application process in place and we kind of said what we were and weren't allowed allowing into the community. And so far, we've abided by that, if you like, but little bits have, have come up in between. And so in kind of January, February this year, um, the girls really made it known um, in the community that they were really struggling, they were tired, they felt fog, they just were lethargic. And so we were sharing about, you know, just sit in God, cover yourselves with him, do things in his time, don't force this thing that's happening if it's not happening. Um, and then there were more comments uh, from people saying that they felt Uh, like foggy and down and didn't have clear vision Um, and I was kind of like okay right and then in my own spirit I just felt like there was something going on like there was this fight that was happening that I couldn't put my finger on it I didn't know what it was 
but I just felt that there was something there. And so I said to God, God, I need you to show me what's going on. Like I need you to open up my eyes so we can deal with this. Um, not on my own, obviously with God, but you know, let's deal with this God. And so a couple of days after that, I actually had a lady, um, contact me, um, and kind of said, SJ, I've got a word from God. I need to share this with you. And so I was like, sure, cool. And so basically what God had showed me was, well, there were two gates open in CWIB. So there was a gate that was open that was um, allowing new members to come in and for the business to flow and uh, kind of was a gate that should be open to allow that flow of people in. And then there was a gate that was open that shouldn't have been open. And so I don't want to kind of talk to you about what that wrong gate that shouldn't have been open was about just yet. I'm going to get to that a bit later in the podcast. But I want you to know that it was a gate that needed to be attended to and we have attended to it. And we'll get onto that a little bit later. But What this kind of showed me and prompted me to do was to go into heavy prayer, heavy research into the word and kind of grasp what it is CWIB is, what it is we stand for and how it's my job as a leader to protect that. So God is still feeding me milk, I believe, but he is really opening my eyes and he has really shown me and prompted me personally to step up as a leader to put my big girl pants on and I've also had to carry the team through that as well and I'm not saying that to big myself up what I'm why I'm telling you this is because I want you to know that we take this stuff really seriously and why we created CWIB was because there's a lot of stuff out there that's not good and we wanted to create a place that was full of truth and that was that is good and so I want to to put a a verse back to you um, from 1 Corinthians. So now we're going to head over to 1 Corinthians 3.10. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care for no one can lay down, can lay any foundation other than one already laid, which is Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on his own foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is. So I want to ask you are you building your foundations from Jesus or are you building it from something else that isn't of God? And I want you to sit in that question and I, I want you to answer it. Now, this is not coming from me judging you at all I just really want you to think you know where am I building these foundations on am I building them from Jesus because like I ask myself this question I make sure that everything we're doing in CWIB is of God is through God is of truth is of the Holy Spirit and everything in God's work so as a Christian in business um I want to ask you and challenge you, are you coming from that place of setting your foundation on Jesus? And just on a little side note, if someone had told me a year ago about what I would be dealing with today, 
<laughs> I would have told you to shut the front door because, yeah, this is really, in, it, it is stuff that we just have to take so seriously as business owners, especially because we're building the kingdom of God through our businesses. And so finally, in chapter 16 and 17, let me just read that to you. Do you not know that you yourselves are God's temple and that's God's spirit dwells in your midst? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person for the temple, for God's temple is sacred and you together are that temple. So being a Christian woman in business, you are God's temple and his spirit dwells inside you. And this is something that should be guarded with everything you have and in prayer um, and asking God for his head of protection because unfortunately there is a devil out there who wants to destroy it and doesn't want us to move forwards. And so this is why it's such a heavy topic to talk about and why we've doing lots of praying and lots of fasting, kind of covering with ourselves with God's uh, protection. So as business owners and the amazing mission that God has given us, we need to be really vigilant about this stuff and know how it can affect our businesses because what we're letting in can affect and it has effect and now I have seen it with my own eyes. So I believe God has created CWIB to be a holy place and he's given us boundaries to protect us from the things that aren't welcome and I want you to know that we do take this stuff really seriously and that's why I'm giving you this podcast today. And in the business space, like I've said before, there's a lot of woo-woo stuff out there. Um, I know a lot of our members have spoken to me. They've been a part of different groups and different business groups. Um, And when the group has kind of brought out crystals and started to do kind of new agey stuff, they felt really uncomfortable. Or they might have been approached by someone that does something that just doesn't sit right in their values. And that they've actually left groups because it's gone against their values and it's gone against God. So let me expand a little bit about the gate that was wrong, that was open in in CWIB. And basically the gate what was open was the gate of new age. So from having that gate open, we kind of have seen a lot of weird things happening in our community that shouldn't have been there. And that's what I was explaining to you before. So the girls are feeling distorted, lethargic, confused, not right. Basically, what God had shown me was we've got the gate that allows things in that's of goodness, that's of new members. But unfortunately, there are some elements in the community through members, only from the goodness of their own heart, they they kind of didn't realize what it is they were kind of messing or involved with that have opened that gate up and allowed that new age stuff in. So um, God showed me and told me that I, I kind of, I needed to put a, a hold on this gate. I needed to shut it. Um, and he, and so I went into prayer. I seeked wisdom from the Bible um, and from, I guess, how you would say elders um, and just really sat in God's presence about what, 
I needed to do. I went into a lot of research about the new age stuff as well because I wanted to know what I was dealing with so I can understand um, kind of what it was and what was going on and God just opened up my eyes even more. So I have seen and heard of stories of women who have been part of the new age kind of movement and have had really, really bad experiences with it. And it's taken like a good five to 10 years of healing process in Jesus for them now to become free from it. And it is really something that's not to be messed with. So why am I sharing this with you today? Uh, Because I want you to be aware of it. And I want you to recognize and be aware of what you might be letting into your soul and into your life so you can protect yourself too. So what you might be doing if you are involved in any of that kind of stuff, and I'm going to go into what it is in a minute, it might be coming from the good of your own heart, but is in fact causing these blocks and these disruptions and these things to happen um, in a spiritual level in your life and in your business. So I want you to know that it is deceitful. Um, It's something that might feel good to do and it might seem okay to do, but just because it feels good doesn't mean it comes from God uh, because it is very, very deceitful. And I've I've spoken with women who have shared their testimonies about how deceitful it is and how it might be dressed as the Holy Spirit when it isn't. Um, And so if we're going to be building kingdom businesses, we need to be switched on with this stuff, and we need to create boundaries to protect ourselves from it, and know what it is, and know that it's okay to stand up for truth, it's okay to have your own values, and it's okay to cut off the stuff that isn't from God, and that's exactly what we've been doing in CWIB. So If you're doing something and in your heart it doesn't quite feel quite right, listen to it, take it to God and ask him because that is a prompting that you need to listen to. And trust me, I've had that prompting. I've not listened to it. And now I am dealing with not listening to it and I'm learning through that. And, you know, we're all human. We all make mistakes. This is not condemnation. This is not judgment. This is me passing on the lessons that I'm learning for you to take on board and to apply to your own businesses and lives. So what are some of these new age things that we're talking about today? Um, so I want to first go to Ephesians. And we're going to go to Ephesians 6. Uh, because I think that this is a really powerful thing, again from Paul, Apostle Paul, teaching us about the protection of God and how we need to create boundaries and, and even bigger secure boundaries in CWIB and through your business as well. So uh, Ephesians six ten. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggles are not against flesh and blood, but against the rules, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when you come, when the day of evil comes, you might be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then. With the belt of truth buckled around your waist, 
with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take the shield of faith, which is faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit in all occasions with all kinds of prayer requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the Lord's people. So this is God telling us to put these boundaries in place and to be aware of what is truth and what isn't truth. And I'm going to be sharing with you uh, in, a, in a little bit again um, a different verse in the Bible of where we're being taught by Paul again um, about this stuff. So we're creating bound, new boundaries, even more new bigger boundaries in, as a part of CWIB. And this is something that what you can apply in your life so you can protect yourself too and wear this armor of God. So first of all, we need to know what it is. So what is New Age stuff? It's yoga. It's NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming. It's a tarot card and oracle card readings. It's crystals, Reiki, meditation of the Hindu kind, anything of black magic, moon watching, weird fire burning rituals and people who kind of do all that stuff. It can involve law of attraction um, and... so there's a whole array, like it is, it's massive. And all of this stuff has been created from not good stuff. And it's stuff that should not be played with and be in any part of your life if you're going to follow God. And if you're opening yourself up to them, you're basically opening yourself up to the devil. And that is something that you need to protect yourself from because they are not holy, they are not the truth, and they are not of God, basically. So I'm just going to go into a couple of them, so just so you are more aware. And I'm not sharing this stuff to you so you can get involved with it. I'm sharing this stuff with you so you are aware and so you can protect yourself from it. So um, I know a few people who are Christian that might go into yoga classes, and I know a lot of people have different opinions about yoga. But we're just going to keep this basic. Yoga is a part of Hinduism. Where it came from is irrelevant. Now it's part of the New Age creation. The word yoga meaning worshipping a god um, that I actually can't pronounce the name of. And because it's kind of cool and a trendy thing, everyone's thinking that they should do it and should hold these poses. And people are saying, you know, oh, it's okay for you to do it if you just go in and pray and cover yourself in prayer. But actually, is it okay for you to love Jesus and then to go into a class and worship another god? with poses, even though you're covering yourself with God and with the Holy Spirit. Like, I know people go, oh, but, you know, I always have this tug in my heart. Yes, you have a tug in your heart because it's not godly. Listen to it. Um, It's not good to be posing to other gods and to kind of go into that realm. And then we've got NLP. So this um, is all about how the brain works and how the brain um, creates patterns and all that kind of stuff. But this was founded by a guy who is into hypnotherapy. And where does hypnotherapy come from? It doesn't certainly come from God. Um, And so even though God created the mind, God knows how it works. But 
he didn't create the mind to be manipulated and to be manipulated by bad things. So even though it might sound good and be good, really look into where this stuff is coming from. Um, I've just been so like indelved in all this research um, and it's just so opened my eyes to go, oh my gosh, like how did I not even see this before? This is not good stuff and we're not to be playing with it. And what really frustrates me, especially with the NLP, is um, there's blog references that um, reference it to say, yes, it's okay, because look at the Bible and what it says in Romans 12.2. And so where we're going to go to now is Romans 12.2, because I really want to smash this on the head, because it is not good, and it's not what God um, originally assigned and what he was saying in this passage. So usually they'll only... Okay, so what they usually refer to in it is uh, one tiny little sentence. They don't even go into the whole contents, which really annoys me when anyone doesn't go into the full contents of what the Bible says. Um, but they they just pick a tiny little bit out. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So they're saying that NLP is okay because you're going to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and that's what the Bible says. But I want to read out the whole of this section to you so you can get into perspective about what apostle paul is saying so it's starting so this is roman 12 therefore i urge you brothers and sisters in the view of god's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to god this is your true and proper worship do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what is God's, what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. So they take out the contents, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But they've missed the whole section of what God is saying here. And what I believe God is saying in this passage is, Come and worship me. Do not be conformed by the pattern of this world. Instead, ask God to renew your mind so you can see things from a godly and kingdom perspective, not to renew your mind to be manipulated by someone. That's not what it's saying. It's not saying, let me heal you through the renewing of your mind in these hypnistic ways. No, what is being said in this is do not conform to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so then you will be able to test and approve what is God's will so yes ask God to renew your mind so you can test this stuff that's coming up what we're talking about today so he can open your eyes to what's going on so you will know what is good what is pleasing and what is of God's will not of what is with the devil So I just want to smash that on the head and go, you know what? You cannot put God's word to what that is about because that passage is completely different to what they're usually referring to. And so today I want to pray for for you and I want to pray Romans 12 too over you so that God will open up your eyes to his kingdom and renew your mind so you see through your own eyes and not of the world and you'll be able to smack these things on the head and go hey you know what that's not right that's not okay that's not of God Um, and be able to put your boundary up to it and say you know what I'm sorry I I can't do this like I can't be part of this group I'm gonna say no because what you're doing I'm 
I mean, you don't have to do it in a rude way, but in your mind, it is okay for you to go, no, you are not allowing, I'm not allowing that into my life, into my business, and I want no part of it. And I really want to encourage you and back you in that because that is exactly what we're doing. So which brings me to point two, which is ask God to show you what you need to cut from your life. So these are some of the things that um, we've done in CWIB to set further strong boundaries. Um, What I've done in my own life as well to make sure that I'm not being influenced and not having that stuff come into my soul because I am already going on a big enough battle um, influencing women all over the world for the goodness of God. Like I don't need any of this other stuff to be in my life. So we've updated uh, what types of businesses we let into CWIB. We've updated our statement of faith um, and that, and we are now completing more thorough searches of people when they apply. Um, on social media, if people post stuff related to any of the above that I've mentioned about the new age, I take them off straight away. I unfollow them. I leave groups um, and I just make sure that they're not a part of my life. Um, If they want to see CWIB stuff, that's cool. Like if they want to follow us and learn about Jesus and learn about God, that's totally cool. Like you can come over to my side of the fence and learn about it, but I am not coming over to yours. I am protecting myself from that. Um, And so um, I make sure that in our marketing material, we're not showing anything of the new age. So there's lots of beautiful stock photos out there. But I make sure that we don't share anything that's got crystals, anything that represents Buddha um, or any other religion in our pictures and in our images. So so people can't even be influenced by that little bit. And I've been doing that since um, since we started. That's not a new thing. When people do apply and who are a part of above lists, I want you to know that I'm not going to judge them and we're not judging them. But what we are going to do is we're going to try and educate Um, a mentor and kind of just ask them if they know what they're playing in or dealing with here because a lot of the times people are doing it out of the goodness of their own heart and they don't actually realize what it is that they're messing with so this is not about you know pointing the finger and you know committing condemnation there's no condemnation now Jesus is here but what we are going to do is we are going to go hey hun like what you're dealing or playing with there like we just need to have a little chat about that because um, we want to protect you and you know make sure that you're not going to get sucked into anything that isn't that isn't good um and then oh and if and if people do apply and they don't kind of stand up to our vision mission and values and all our statements and things then we do politely say I'm sorry but I don't think you're the right fit for our group we've kind of got different values once you've gone away and if you'll kind of have a new revelation about that and want to come in then you know we can talk again but right now you're just not the right fit for our community and why I'm telling you that is because I want you to know that if you are a member or if you are thinking about joining this is the reason why we have an application process in place This is why we ask the tough questions and this is why um, we, the reason why we want to keep our community holy. And then number four, oh no, uh, sorry, number three. So point number three of of, um, how to deal with all this stuff and the spiritual warfare stuff is pray over everything that you do in your business. 
So prayer before meetings, prayer before you do your marketing plan, prayer before you meet people. Um, in every aspect of your business, be praying. So I'm going to go back to Ephesians 6, um, 18. And it says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer requests. With this in mind, be alert and always be praying for the Lord's people. So when you're going into meetings or before you're doing anything, you have the authority through Jesus Christ to put a stump and a stop to the devil and his ways. So use that authority in prayer before you do anything in your business and allow God to go before you and kind of sweep those paths clean and um, lay the foundations and allow Jesus to do his work. We might not have to do the spirit, like the physical fighting as such, but we do need to do a bit of prayer and we need to do that prayer to release stuff for God to do. So um, wrapping all of that up, um, I really want to pray for you today. Um, so let's pray and then let's wrap up. So Father God, I'm so thankful that these subjects have been brought up, that these questions are being asked and that people are curious about them because it allows us to teach, it allows us to empower, it allows us to educate and allows us to bring truth to people um, and to women's businesses. And I pray for each and every woman listening, Father God, that you would open up her eyes to see what is you, renew her mind so she can see things to your kingdom eyes and your godly eyes, not of the eyes of the world. Allow her and show her what it is she needs to cut off from her life and from her business that might not be of you, Father God. Allow her to see things, to cut them off, to be brave, to have, be courageous, to name them and to beat them with the authority of Jesus. And then we just pray that the Holy Spirit would just fill her business, fill her life with goodness, Father God. You have put CWIB in this place for us to do this for women, to help women to bring truth to women. And I just pray, Father God, as we're being obedient to that, that your grace will shine through people, um, that they will come to know you even deeper, even stronger, and their relationship with you would just be built just so tight-knit with you, Father God, and that it just flows out of their businesses. It flows out of their life. And I pray that if there are any women struggling out there, that they would seek help from people who, who can help them, Father God, put in their communities people that can help and deliver them, Father God, allow the right people to be in the right place at the right time to look after them, Father God, and just pray for your healing over them, over their spirit, and bring them back home, Father God, bring them back to you. And I pray for all the women that are out there in the mission fields who are um, going out there and kind of taking one for God in that realm, that you would protect them so much, Father God, that you would protect them from uh, being sucked in, open their eyes to see the deceitfulness, Father God, and um, just have your hedge of protection around them. Fill them with your Holy Spirit so nothing of bad can come into them, Lord. Um, and I just pray for the lady, again, who's here today. I pray that you'll bless her business, Father God, that your heavens would just open up and pour goodness into her heart, that she would just feel your love, feel your presence, and know who you are and who she is in you, and that she is not on this earth to be judged or to judge, but just to do your will and do it in your confidence. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So um, I just wanted to clear also um, out in the air some other questions that have been asked, and that is, are we a prosperity teaching community? And if people are asking that question in relation to kind of like the Joel Austin kind of thing, I want you to know that, no, we are not that kind of prosperity. Um, Do we believe that God is prosperous? Absolutely. Do we believe that God can bless and can bring on resources when we need them? Absolutely. But we're not going to say so into us and God's going to bless you back tenfold uh, for the money that you put in. We're not part of that. You pay for a membership for CWIB so you can get good value out of it and so that we can serve you and so that you can be part of a community that is holy, that does share truth, that is all about God and business and loving each other and building each other up. That doesn't mean that you are going to get blessed back financially or that we promote that. So that was another thing that I just wanted to put um, kind of a a stump to and knock it on the head and kind of go, hey, you know what? We are just a community of Christian women aligning our businesses with God. We are doing our thing. We are trying to stay holy. Yes, we make mistakes on the way, but who doesn't? And yeah, we just want to encourage like our three words is encourage, strengthen, and unite. And that's really what we want to do. God put on my heart to encourage women and to encourage you. And so this is just part of that encouragement. It's part of that strengthening and it's a part of uniting you with God and being submission, submissive in your business. So that's it from me today. Um, it was a big podcast and we kind of covered a lot of heavy stuff continue to um, cover yourself in prayer Uh, we're going to continue to cover ourselves in prayer Uh, we are we've taken actions now that have closed that gate and this is part of that process and this has been the kind of the last niggling thing that God has put on my heart to do and to share so we can really put closure on that now you can really understand why it is we do what we do and why we have the processes that we have and how seriously we really do take this stuff and how we we want to bring goodness to the world um, and we just have to put boundaries in there to do that. So I pray that you'll have a wonderful day. If you've got any questions, feel free to message them in. Hello at christianwomenandbusiness.com.au um, and we will try to answer them the best we can. Um, and yeah, so that's it. Keep rocking on for God. Um, And I look forward to next week's podcast. Bye for now. Hey, hey, did you hear? At conference, we launched our CWIB shop. We've created lots of physical tools and resources to help you build a God-centered business. Get 15% off our entire range with the coupon code SHOPLAUNCH. All one word, all capital letters. We can't wait to empower women and their businesses all over the world with these wonderful resources. Create your God-centered business today. Offer ends 31st of March. www.cwibshop.com.